This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 121 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by Thomas from the Riva Tim's YouTube channel. In this episode, we'll be going over the communication between devs and players. Let's get started. What are your thoughts on like the history of the dev communication from Battlefront 2015 to Battlefront 2? The de- developers like to keep it late, like... As soon as something is coming out, maybe like the next week, then they'll announce, hey, this is coming out the next week. Yeah. They don't really keep us updated. Like, there's a lot of dry periods where we're just sitting, waiting for stuff. And it's just like, can you give us like some something at least? Like when Dennis comes on Twitter like once every two weeks, <laughs> he just reveals everything. Like, he maybe he could say like one or two things a day to spread it out yeah something like that it's just yeah i think there's a big problem with the dry periods like when we do get the news it's like it's amazing for the community everyone gets so hopeful it just brings so much back but those dry periods are really pushing the game back to where it was so yeah i think they need to I wouldn't say get out the constant updates of content because I know there's restrictions with what they can and can't say. But something as simple as, hey, there's content coming next week. Like, tell us, like, what what's going on? There's so much going behind the scenes at DICE right now. And we're just sitting here playing the same thing over and over again. Like yeah. when Jetpack Cargo comes... Maybe they can release a tweet today saying, look, these are the maps you can play Jetpack Cargo on. This is how it's going to work. I know some people might not want that. It might be a surprise to them, but it's something to keep the community hyped for this game mode, at least. Definitely, yes. Like you're saying, having it explained, like right now we have no idea, like Jetpack Cargo, it's pretty self-explanatory, but like how exactly will it work? How many players are going to be in the game mode? Like how long yeah, exactly. is it actually going to last? Those are a lot of the questions that we still have. And it's like coming with the next patch. Even though it's like you said, it's, it's really obvious to see how the game mode's going to work. Just saying that is going to, it's going to erupt the community. Like they're going to be so interested in this game modes because it's the first thing we've heard of for like a month. So exactly. So keep that hype building like just tell us like release some random screenshot of playing on camino with a b2 or something yeah like stuff like that is it would be perfect but it it, it's that dry period again like we're just waiting it's gets annoying that like we have a month of just nothing and then then we get so much news on one single day and then it'll be like a month of nothing again i would like to see them just like like you're saying, spread it out maybe once, maybe like twice a week, once a week, something like that to where we can actually be like, okay, we know that something's going to be coming. We know like 
and it it doesn't take much like you're saying a screenshot would be enough to be like oh this is what yeah, we're getting it, next. it would be perfect like i i know for one that i'd i'd love it like something as small as that it's just like okay um <laughs> this game is still here like don't forget about it it's it's still around because that's kind of how i'm feeling right now those dry periods just kind of make you forget about the game that we need to like it, it it launched like what three months ago now and it already feels like it's kind of drifting away mm-hmm. they just need to bring out a lot more communication even Definitely. the simple stuff like you don't need to tell us oh what's happening in season four or whatever like telling us exactly what heroes we're getting like just the simple stuff is gonna suit everyone yeah it's like just just something small and like it's not going to be groundbreaking but it's enough to be like ooh, this is kind of what we're getting next instead of yeah dennis every now and then will come on twitter and just drop a bomb on the whole community and then like battlefront updates makes a 16 minute video on it <laughs> yeah i've got to say that when the news does drop it is it is a lot to take in <laughs> so like a 16 minute video like that that's perfect like for the people who watch that they're gonna get a lot of understanding what's going on but it's just when was the last time elliot made a video as big as that about news i think like it's before the game launched yeah (laughs) like when developers will tweet one thing like um when the guillaume the hero designer will say oh there's a a buff coming to ray or something then it would be it would be a video, yeah, because people want to know what's going on. But it's it's nothing substantial, you know? Yeah. It's not something that is going to make the community go, wow. Like when Dennis starts tweeting, he like drops a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> like you're saying, especially with those tweets, like how is Ray going to get a buff? Like is like what way what ways are going to be changed for her character? Like that's the things that we don't really yeah. get with those kind of announcements. Yeah, I think that because Dennis said last night that, um, well, it's probably not night for you, (laughs) but um, he was saying how patch 1.2 is finished, and I'm guessing that's the one Guillaume's been working on with all the hero changes. Yeah. If Dennis wasn't to say that, that it was in QA and it was getting, like, moderated, we we would have no idea that a patch could possibly be releasing next week. Exactly. At least, at least Guillaume himself could say, "All right, finish up the patch." Could expect it in one or two weeks. Like something like that is just is perfect. Even the EA Star Wars account saying, "Like a new patch inbound or whatever," some Star Wars quote saying next week. It, it just suits so much. And like using the the official ways of communication, like like you're saying, EA Star Wars would be good because a lot of people don't follow. Um, the developers themselves and they just follow like the yeah. EA Star Wars like I love following the developers but a lot of other people don't really follow the developers to the extent that we as like content creators do I, I just, an idea that just came into my mind is that the majority of the people playing Battlefront 2 they're, they're not like the fans they're like just casual people who enjoy Star Wars so how are the developers going to get them on board with all of these changes? I was thinking that maybe on the, on the main menu of Battlefront 2, they could have those 
like a news thumbnail saying Jetpack Cargo coming soon. When yeah. you click that, it will open up the Battlefront 2 website and there's an article on it telling you how it works. Because like for my brother, for example, like he, he enjoys playing Battlefront 2, but he's not the kind of person who's going to sit on Twitter and look at Dennis's replies for the night. <laughs> like there's people like that that need to understand what's going on because a new game is going to release. They're going to have no idea what it is. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of just having it in the menus be like, this is your weekly or daily or whatever amount of time update yeah. for the game. Like, that would be a really good way to implement those dynamic menus that they've already got in the game. Like, when they first launched, they had different videos from, like, Battlefront Update, Star Wars HQ, like, all of these different creators. They were on the menu, and it, like, led to a video that they made on the game. Like, they could do something like that. Yeah. Do you, do you play Fortnite? Uh, every now and then. You know when you start up the game and then there's there's like a, a pop-up and it tells you like new weapon coming soon, yeah. new thing just added. Like It tells you a skin that's in the store. It gives you like a list of everything that's happened in the game in like the past week. Like something like that would be perfect for Battlefront. Like just the amount of people that must log onto Battlefront 2 every single day must be in the millions. Definitely. So... To have something like that, it's just like, it's, it's just, so many people are going to view that. Like, for a lot of people, this is their favorite game. Seeing that something new is coming, like how, they're going to keep playing, like they're going to want even more. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea to have something on the main menu. So like, we're, we're talking about being more consistent, and... I think we both agree that yes, it does need to be more consistent and like I really like the idea of having like a, a weekly update that could possibly be like through the the website and then posted on the little menus like that would be perfect. Since uh, Elliot is a game changer and his videos were featured at launch, like the, the update he made yesterday, like why, why not put that on the menu? Like, yeah. It, it's probably a good enough video to promote. I mean, he he makes his videos quite professionally, so I don't see a problem with putting that on the menu. Something as easy as that. It's like, check out what's coming next or something. Yeah, they already do that with, like, on the EA Star Wars Twitter, they've got, oh, this is, like, the play of the week or whatever, and they have yeah. game changers or other people playing the game and have, like, these highlight reels. Like, they could... They could share the video like they did uh, at launch. Like that would be a good way to foster the community growth as well. Be like, oh, this is like, if you follow Twitter, the EA Star Wars Twitter account, this is kind of like the, what the people that are covering the game also do. Yeah. There needs to be a lot more from the EA Star Wars Twitter account. Uh, like I know that, yeah, there is restrictions Like they need to make what they tweet. Um like suit how they're gonna like it needs to suit the star wars genre they need to make sure it's it's a i don't know how to explain it like it needs to be a good tweet i guess yeah. it needs to be moder moderated before it can be released it's gotta so, go through those channels of communication be like okay does this look good are we not like yeah exactly breaking code or whatever yeah but they they need to like bring up the Stuff like right now, it just looks like an AI. It's like something's on repeat. They just, <laughs> yeah, like the 
the forum questions, Matt Everett, he he tweeted out a link saying, submit your questions here. Dennis is answering tonight. EA Star Wars could tweet something. Yeah. Like, head over to the forums to see what's coming next in Battlefront 2. Like, something as simple as that I don't think will need approval. But I, I, I don't... With that being said, I could be wrong. That will, probably would have to go for approval as well. But EA Star Wars has, like, the biggest following you're going to find for the Star Wars game. So they need to make sure that account is active. Yeah. So now let's go on to some of the tweets that Dennis had on his massive tweet storm. I was before we started, I was going through and like picking out some of the highlights, and oh my gosh, that was there were so many. <laughs> yeah, he he really went mad. Which is which is awesome, but like we're saying, it's 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 a good thing that like it boosts the community, and hopefully that this is the boost it needs right before. Uh, the next season or the next update and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Dennis has uh, revived a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Fanboy Features at Fanboys Features asks, could we possibly see private matches in some form of content release in the game this year? Um, myself and other content creators want this badly. And Dennis responded, I definitely want to see this added again but it might take a while. Yeah, I can I can see where Dennis is coming from. Private matches, like I said earlier, the majority of people playing this game aren't content creators. So private matches is probably going to be one of the lesser used modes in the game. Yeah. The game's just launched. I don't think as much as I would love private matches, like I would I'd be happy to make a lot of videos in private matches. Like it, it would be great for content creators and cinematic creators. Definitely. But you need. But Dennis is looking at the big picture. He he would rather get out the good content like season two jetpack cargo, than focus on private matches that only a small majority of the community are going to play. And even if they do play it, it's going to be like maybe for an hour a day, say. It's it's not a massive thing that Star Wars Battlefront 2 needs. Like yeah. a lot of us want it, but it's not something it needs, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Like it'd be fun. It's it's really fun if you can get a like a group of friends together and play that. And it's also really great if you want to make cinematics and that kind of stuff without having to get shot in the back fifty times. But <laughs> it's something like you're saying that isn't necessary to the game mode at this time right now they could should focus on the bigger things like the next season that kind of stuff like you're saying so the next tweet from jack jason sexton even though i love battlefront 2 what happens to the every two week patches and how long are we waiting for a new season when the game is dying because it feels like it's still beta Dennis responded, we're doing client patches every four weeks currently and hoping to improve on that. Server patches are more frequent. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they're updating the servers as much as they can. Like I said, they only released one like two weeks ago. So they are constantly monitoring their data. They're really into how players are receiving the game. So I'm glad about that. As the patches for every four weeks, they... They did say around the promotion of the launch that it was going to be every two weeks, like you said. 
So if if Dennis wasn't to tweet that, we'd still be going off on that on that statement. So yeah. there needs to be some kind of yeah, they need to say expects monthly updates. Like e- even monthly updates, that's still really good for the game. Definitely. You need to think that the lifetime of of Battlefront this year in 12 months we're probably going to get maybe four or five seasons I don't know those seasons will have like game modes heroes all the good stuff something happening every single month that changes the core gameplay like different buffs and nerfs server issues like stuff like that is is really good to still have every every month yeah two weeks would be amazing so I don't own blame them for not being able to finish it in two weeks get it moderated in that time but yeah there still needs to be something to say it is going to happen every four weeks and it's it's just one of those things i think they made a promise they weren't sure of yet before they actually started the work exactly what would be interesting is like with those client patches maybe they have like smaller things that are time activated so maybe we have one that launches every month and then with that one we have like little hidden things that will come out maybe every two weeks something something little like maybe different challenges that the community can revolve around uh kind of like what they did with battlefront 2015 with the han solo and luke skywalker hothskins like i would love to see something oh, like yeah. that the community challenges yeah yeah those are really good i remember one of them was uh, as a community, get like three million score to unlock Leia's Endor skin or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I think they would have given it to us anyways. To be fair, but yeah. <laughs> it's just something like that makes you feel like you're playing for a reason. Like right now, I'm playing Battlefront Two because I I do enjoy the core gameplay. Like I think they've done a good job. Um, Heroes vs. Villains is growing on me. I do enjoy working with the new heroes and testing out their like buffs and stuff. Yeah, it, like what I would like to see, like what they did with the the last season, like the, where you had the rebels versus the or the, the resistance versus the first order. Like I love that. It, like it made you pick a side, kind of like Captain America style versus Iron Man, where you're trying to fight for your team and make sure that they win. And, like, that was really, really fun, and I would love to see things like that more. Yeah. Like, that was this, the screen for that as well. Like, it, it was so well made, having Finn on one side, Phasma on the other. Like, it, it was really, it, it felt like like The Last Jedi is finally out, and we're going to experience that in the game. Like, yeah. that was a good feeling. I just wish that the season... Like I, I was quite underwhelmed by the season. Like, crates as a map is beautiful. I think it's so well made. The speeders using the the red dust as cover is, is a really good idea. Finn and Phasma are two of my favorite heroes now. But that all got released on one day. Like, other than that, there's challenges like get 250 kills with all four classes like play three rounds of starfighter assault like they're not very motivating challenges to me yeah i wish for them to be more tailored towards the resistance or the first order like whoever you pick 
like if you pick the resistance then on resistance maps you need to i don't know get 10 kills with the resistance jump trooper for example on star killer base spawn in as the 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 speeder you know just something to feel like you're in the last jedi season because challenges like getting 25 kills with the interceptor class it's just like i don't feel like i'm working towards anything you know yeah especially since it's like usually the rewards are something small like uh credits or uh, what i yeah. what i really play for are the crafting parts like the, if there's a crafting parts challenge that's what i'll go for just because the crafting parts are so hard to get it, a lot of this revolves around the progression system as well yeah i don't really feel like going for these challenges when i know that the only thing I can spend them on is the crates, and the crates aren't very motivating to me either, so... Yeah. And the next tweet we have is from Ash Torkaya. Uh, hey, would love to see new reinforcements like ARC Troopers and Commando Droids. Dennis Brenval responded, Androidicas, don't forget the Destroyer. So I would love, love to see Droidicas in the game. That's that's a massive tweet. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, he's been talking about Droidicas. He's been pretty open about it since uh, the launch and EA Play. I remember Elliot asking about it in uh, at EA Play. So I'm glad he's really open to these things. Like, the Clone Wars, the Droidicas is something that would just be so cool to players. Mm-hmm. But it's... Like, right now, I can't exactly imagine how you would use it like would it be the same as the original battlefront 2 where you can roll around endlessly and then when you start firing your shield goes up like you don't really i can't really predict how it's going to work so it must be tough for the developers to work with something so that needs to be perfect i guess yeah that it, needs to represent star wars it it's it would definitely be a challenge to implement something like that so it's huge that they'd be like okay yeah we really want to see the droid because like dennis was saying like he's been teasing it since the beginning and it's something that i really really want to see um maybe they have like a timer on how long you can roll and you have to like refresh that you have like a tear down on your shield something like that or balances it out so it's not like uh oh yeah. they got the they've got the droidica so everyone's going to die <laughs> Yeah, it it sounds tough because it's it's its whole new model, you know. Like with the Arc Troopers, they can they can be taken from a specialist clone, you know. It's almost the same model. I mean, there's mods in the modding Discord that that can build so many stuff from the assets they already have, and I know that's not like official stuff. It's not gonna be instantly approved by Lucasfilm to be in the game. Yeah, but it's. It's just like simple things like that. With the Droidicas, they need to be authentic Star Wars, like down to the last ring and bolt on their blasters. So having something like that and have it function properly, like with all the teasers of General Grievous, like the the model that was leaked apparently, they must be holding him back for a reason. They want him to be perfect. So probably, hopefully, the same thing with the droidicas. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, I would love to see General Grievous and Droidicus. Like those would be two of the like my biggest picks for the game. Okay, so the next tweet, I think we only have like one or two more that we can get to. A tour, a tour, Emma Triane. Hi, just wanted to ask if there's going to be more female representation in Star Wars Battlefront 2 heroes, aside from Leia and Aiden, because there are a lot of incredible and amazing girls in there, such as Padme, Ahsoka, Ayla Secura, hashtag girl power. Dennis responded, yes, there will absolutely be more female heroes and troopers in Battlefront 2. I'd love to see Asajj Ventress as a hero. Really? I'm really on the edge of having the animated heroes, like from Rebels and, and the Clone Wars, come in. Because I can't really imagine how it's going to look like a Sarge Ventress in the Frostbite engine looking as realistic as possible. <laughs> like, having Ventress would be cool. But, but yeah, like he was saying with the female heroes, as of now, the only... Like, uh, there's so much... Uh, misleading information going around like oh anakin dooku is coming in the mustafar system uh, like yeah. there's loads of uh, loads of expectations i'm guessing but all of those all of those heroes have been male so far and when you, that tweet makes you think like there is a lot of female heroes that could be a possibility like padme ahsoka like all these heroes are now possibilities for the game Maybe Jin Erso could come back in a Rogue One DLC. Like I'd like to see that. Yeah, that would actually be really cool. You, yeah, it just it just makes you it makes you realize that there is a lot more to Star Wars than just these lightsaber heroes that look cool. Like they want to really expand the hero roster. Exactly, and like hopefully now that we've got the season layout, we'll be able to get more heroes out and. What I would like to see is just like a hero only season. Like that would be really cool just to have like just straight heroes so they can only focus on that and get those just right instead of having to worry about uh, the maps and the game modes and that kind of thing. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. It, it could happen because Dennis was saying sometimes the seasons will have no heroes, sometimes they'll have four heroes. So something like that would, it, it's not like how the, Battlefront 2015 was where a DLC released, you got four maps, you got two heroes, a couple weapons. Now it's sometimes you'll get a map, sometimes you get some heroes, sometimes you'll get maybe a game mode or something. They're, they're going to keep mixing it up consistently, which is which is a good a good thing in my opinion. So yeah, you you could possibly see a hero DLC, which would be really really good because heroes are probably the main thing people are interested in exactly like the biggest hype around the last jedi were arguably the heroes like having captain phasma and finn in the game where it was a really big deal yeah it must have been huge for the fans as well like just coming out of the cinema then heading straight in and playing as finn playing as phasma it must yeah it was a, it was a good feeling definitely so for the last tweet, it's kind of a, a double. So two people were asking about kind of offline modes 
It was Michael Carroll and Husen. Husen wants like offline, more offline content, and Dennis says, yes, there will be more offline content coming. And Michael Carroll was asking about a horde wave mode, which I would think yeah, I saw that one. would be offline as well. Yeah, um, I think that tweet, he was talking about having the survival mode from 2015 come back. Yeah. That would be I think that would be a really fun way to add some like diversity into the offline content cuz like uh right now it's a lot of like little smaller missions like it's not a like a really long one that you can sink your teeth into. Yeah, like you said, the missions the missions I actually enjoyed playing from arcade like the different difficulty of them it yeah. it, it was a good it was a good grind. But once you finish them that's it. There's no, there's no point going back to it. Exactly. So having that, that uh, survival mode is something that you can just play for fun. You know, it's it's a challenge, constantly a challenge. They could probably introduce a new, a new map design. You could probably, like, it's the kind of thing that you can customize what you want. Like in the Battlefront 2015, you was given you was given two loadouts do you remember that yeah yeah when you can have like your standard one or you can use your multiplayer loadout something like that is restricting what you can do in the survival mode so like it, it could it could bring like i wouldn't say it's something that i would play a lot i'm more of the multiplayer side of things yeah yeah but a single player yeah, I think I think it would go down well. Especially like uh what this guy's was saying for those who cannot afford like Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus or the online services out there, um it'd be good for that and like I would definitely play it but I like not exclusively, like I'd also play um multiplayer more than this, but just because I have the ability to play multiplayer more. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a matter of I think they're going to evaluate the data that they got from Battlefront 2015, see how many people actually used the survival mode, and they'll probably take that as, is it worth bringing to this game? Yeah. And I think whether they bring it or not, it will be the right decision, because if they don't bring it, that gives them time to work on something that is worth bringing. But I think the community needs to understand that they're not neglecting the offline content yeah it might not be as as detailed as the multiplayer stuff but there is updates coming yeah exactly i think that's a good note to end the podcast episode on thank you for joining me it's an awesome chat about like yeah communication. thanks for uh, inviting me to to talk yeah, I definitely need to do this again because this was a, a really fun chat. Hopefully, maybe for season two we can uh, do something. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. You can follow Thomas. Is it at Riva Tims, which is T H A N E S? So definitely check him out. He's got a lot of cool content. Check out his YouTube channel. The links will be in the description of the podcast. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefront podcast or on PayPal, paypal.me slash T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. 
You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, would you do the honors? Uh, may the force be with you? Yes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us. That was awesome. Yeah, it was a good chat. Thank you for having me. No problem. See you later. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>